Follow us on Twitter at YMTE. Friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash you, me, them, everybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at the Hungry Brain, go to you, me, them, everybody.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. It is Saturday, July 16th, 2011, and I am uh, recapping Pitchfork's day one, Pitchfork 2011. I think the sixth or seventh year they've been doing this festival. I've been involved in the festival before. I've done press for it before. I've worked for the festival before. Now I'm going as a guy. I'm going as a guy, so here's what I saw. Uh, The festival itself was very, very uh, well run. I had no idea who the majority of the bands were, and it's uh, worked out for the best. Uh, the highlights definitely was Battles. Battles was playing at the same time as Tune Yards. Tune Yards was the band I wanted to see. I'm familiar with Tune Yards. Battles I've seen before. Battles were just absolutely perfect at 4 p.m. with the whirling sound and the like and blah, blah, blah. Currency. Currency, uh, local hip-hop. I think Chicago guy. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on where you're listening to make it local. Anyways, uh, hip-hop guy. I completely disagree with everything he was rhyming about. Very, very charming man. I am a fan. Uh, Nico Case, obviously. Not obviously. You don't know me. Uh, she's my favorite. She has uh, the best voice possibly uh, around today. And uh, everyone is a gimmick at these festivals. I'm going to see the loud band. I'm going to see the quiet band. I'll see the weird band. Whatever. Her gimmick is having the best voice. Um, Animal Collective headlined. Nico Case played before her. That makes sense. But it's hard to want to listen to Animal Collective after uh, seeing Nico Case. It's like going to the finest steak restaurant. You have this amazing steak, and then you get like a twice baked potato, and then like a uh, really well prepared broccoli, and then like a glass of wine, and then a glass of scotch, and then uh, some like very small amount of ice cream. So it's not too much; it's just the right amount. And then like more steak for later, or something like that. And then uh, Animal Collective is like uh, eating a bunch of Airheads at once. It's very good for a time and a place, and they should be headlining festivals like this. It's not for me. I'm not a big fan of Neon, but I understand it, and they did a great job with it. Uh, one of the most disappointing sets of the day was Thurston Moore, who reminded everyone that if it wasn't Thurston Moore, no one would be watching his set. Uh, it was kind of like Sonic Youth if Sonic Youth decided to take away all the good things about them and play acoustic guitars. Not a big fan of Thurston Moore's solo career. But... Overall, it was a very, very, very fine day. I'm about to head out to day two of Pitchfork Music Festival and see th- three or four bands that I know of that I have to see. Uh, I want to see No Age. I want to see Off featuring Keith Morris from Black Flag and Circle Jerks. I have to see Dismemberment Plan to review for the Washington City paper. And uh, Nathan, front of the show, Nathan told me I have to check out Zola Jesus. So those are the four artists I will definitely see today, and I will try to catch all of them. That is Ziggy. Ziggy! Ziggy is a dog. He likes to bark at other dogs. We are staying in the beautiful Logan Square neighborhood. Here is uh, another interesting fact about Pitchfork, and specifically having passes that get you into certain places. A lot of babies! Stop bringing your babies to the music festival. I should be able to smoke and drink alcohol and possibly spill alcohol and blow my smoke in people's faces while watching Guided by Voices, another highlight of the show. I shouldn't have to worry about your baby. Stop bringing your babies to music festivals. Once you shit one out, you don't get to bring to a music festival. That's it. That's the new rule. Stop breeding and bringing babies to music festivals. They have street festivals. Bring your babies to street festivals. Once you got to pay, fuck off. I'm a fan of babies. Not everywhere, though. Let's think about it. Why are you bringing a baby, especially if you're a fucking music critic? 
Why? Why would you do that? That's awful. Why even go to the music festival? Give it to a freelancer. Give it to an intern. Just don't go and say, I have a baby. I fucked up. I shouldn't write about indie rock anymore. There are times and places to do everything. Baby at Pitchfork is not one of them. Um, What is part of festivals is going to the pre-festival shows and the pre-festival parties and the post-show parties. I went to two yesterday. Uh, This does not make me feel important. Trust me, I am not bragging. They're very, very sad affairs. It's where a a a company, a company, a company decides to spend a lot of money to promote to people that don't care about it, but maybe will tweet a photo featuring your logo in the background or maybe w- take a piece of swag and if see you in the photo. You're essentially being the trendsetters. It's all bullshit. I was at the uh, pre-fest party at Threadless. Threadless is an amazing t-shirt company based in Chicago. And they have a newish offices. I think you're too old. on the In the West Loop. And it's a great space. And I've never been there before. And they also have a retail st- section of the thing that's open every day for the public. 9 to 5 or something like that. And uh, the, the festival pre-festival party featured free alcohol a handful of bands, a DJ, some food trucks, and uh, heat. It was very hot. The food wasn't free. The beer was okay, but all the people at the Threadless thing had VIP passes for Pitchfork, so we all got to drink free beer the whole time, so whatever. Um, the music was okay, but it was in this really weird cavernous space, so everything's hot like that, and that's not a good thing. And uh, the t-shirts weren't for sale. I don't get it. That, to me, was the most pointless Heart fest. I don't. Why would you do that if you're not going to give the shirts away? Or at least I wanted to buy a shirt. Here's why I wanted to buy a shirt. I was dressed in a very sensible plaid, uh, short sleeve summer shirt, a schmock. No, that's, that doesn't make sense. And uh, one of the things they also had at the Threadless party, in addition to things like um, ping pong and uh, what is it? the ping pong and uh, where you shoot the thing and the horse and not the horse the the the, the shooting with well, the hunter's game whatever they also have a basketball hoop set up at Threadless. Um, I've been playing a lot of basketball by myself. I am not ashamed of this fact. I've just been shooting threes. My workout regimen is hit fifty three pointers. That might take fifty minutes. It might take two hours. It might take well, it's always at least an hour. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. So I go to the, play the basketball, I'm very, very good. I'm, especially when compared to hipsters, I am fucking putting on clinics. I played two games of horse. I got H both times. It's, and that was because I was doing some weird behind-the-back bullshit I didn't need to do. Here's, your, here's, your, uh, here's my tip if you want to school basketball hipsters. Uh, shoot threes. That's it. Just keep shooting threes. It's going to be fantastic. Um, the post-show party was at this space... Uh, and it was it was a uh, kind of a hidden space. So you get invited. It, it was for the press. It's all bullshit, by the way. I'm not bragging. Trust me. I didn't enjoy any of this. The it was sponsored by Patron in relation with Spin, the magazine, Spin magazine. So you go to this space that's not a typical. It's not a club. It's it's used for weddings and stuff like that as well. So you get the email from the piece press guy like, are you gonna go to the thing? And then you sign up and go, I'll go to the thing. You walk two blocks east of the festival grounds to a food truck on Randolph and 1400, whatever that is. And you give the guy your name on as a fancy iPad. By the way, I have yet to see a man use an iPad that doesn't have weird acne. And I have yet to see a woman use an iPad that isn't very attractive. Very weird disconnect. Anyways, we're at the food truck and they got the iPad and they give you the thing. Uh, here's your wristband for the Patron party 
Uh, the address is on the the coffee cup that you're going to get for uh, doing this. Here's some iced coffee. Very good marketing. Good job, Patron. We go to the space that's block away. And the party consists of free Patron uh, things, uh, a phone charging station, very dramatic, like white, purpley lighting. A band that would be, con- it was supposed to be uh, Tom Waits inspired, but like a 1940s Casablanca era, like the, the, ma- the amalgamation of those two things. You know, everyone's wearing black, but it's like shitty black. You can tell like these are all poor, artsy folks. Uh, the women, it's supposed to be like a 1920s, 30s, roaring, I guess roaring 20s is what they were going for. But it really just builds down to uh, sadness. Why, why would you do that? You got free beer all fucking day. This is only for the press, by the way. Why would I want to drink tequila? Fuck you. Why, and, and why do I not... Why would I even go? You know why we went? We thought there was free food. Why did the fiancé and I go? Free food? Well, then we went. You know what the only thing they had for free was? Chocolate-covered coffee beans. That was the only free food they had. Very good water spread. I enjoyed their Fiji water spread. It spelled out XO for Patron. And you know what? I guess it worked. Because now I'm talking about Patron on a podcast. And I hate tequila. I don't hate people that drink tequila. It's just not for me. It's delicious. Uh, I find myself indulging too much it's, it's just a bad idea anyways uh yeah i, I did a, a very few interviews at pitchfork this year because i was actually there to review it for the city paper and uh, i've been tweeting about the festival all weekend long or i guess one day of the weekend uh please follow me if you want updates on the festival it's at sign ymte i made it as easy as possible once again at sign ymte i'm doing the pitchfork tag so It'll all make sense. Uh, thanks for listening, and here are three interviews, one of which features some man that's on an amazing sitcom. So, uh, yeah, that's it for now. I'm about to go to day two of Pitchfork Music Festival, blah, blah, blah. YMTE on Twitter, and Jesus Christ, do the Cubs suck this year. Have a nice night. Hello, everybody. I'm at the Pitchfork Music Festival speaking with... Will Miles. Will, you are opening for Hannibal this week. Yes, I am. How's that going? It's going amazing. I love every, uh, every crowd is full of women. It's great. Is it weird to do shows at Zany's? Because you're not usually at Zany's. Uh, I thought it would be a first Tuesday. Uh, I was reworking stuff out, but so far, I mean, they've all been great. Yeah. It's, it's fun, yeah. And we're at the festival together. Why are you here? I am here to see Currency mainly today, and, uh... Just hang out for a little bit. I love Pitchfork, man. Have you been before? Yeah, I went once before uh, to see a couple people. It was, it was great. What What about it makes it not suck? You know what? They pick bands that are good but not like over the top with bands. Would you bring a baby to the festival? I don't think I would. <laughs> I'm wondering that because there's a baby about 10 feet in front of us and he seems to really be enjoying battles. Hey, man. Teach the baby about hipster music while you can, I figure, and then they'll grow up loving it. Are you a hipster music fan? I am. I am. Very Who's much. on your shirt? Chuck Norris is on my shirt right now. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> the shirt looked pretty cool and it covered my man breasts. Are you a Republican? Absolutely not. Are you sure? Yes. All right, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, any parting advice for the listener at home? What can they do to also open up for Hannibal Burris at Zany's? <laughs> you got to work hard and impress Hannibal. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby, and I'm standing at the Pitchfork Music Festival with... Danny Pudi, who is a contender for the Festival Man Talking Alive right now. 
with Brennan. I think I can do it quicker than you. It's a very big problem. It's not a good thing. It's not something you should aspire to be. If anything, you want to be a slow talker. Someone like Clinice would write every word makes sense. But in fact, those are just very, very, very uh, dumb people that don't talk quickly. I'm not saying I'm intelligent. I'm just saying I suffer from a lot of uh, neuroses and stuff like that. What do you think? I think I tend to agree. I tend to speak very, 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 very quickly because I'm very uh, worried about what people might think. And then I think that if I skip ahead and get to the point uh, or, or not even get to the point, I think I'm, I'm trying not to be presumptuous about what my words may mean or may or how they may resonate with an audience. So I just try to speak as many things as I say. And then eventually I'll get to the point. Did you like the Motor Machines guy growing up? <laughs> I don't know if I liked him, but I was fascinated by him. His mustache was creepy. It was very creepy. Uh, I was definitely into motor machines as a kid because I like tiny things. Micro machines. I apologize. Micro machines. Micro machines. the tiny. Yes. I apologize. I like tiny things uh, and however they come. So, you know, tiny cars, uh, tiny food tapas. Of course. Oh, I tapas like is very good. Where do you recommend people get tapas? I don't know. You know, I went to a tapas restaurant here in Your Chicago. friend just said everywhere. Everywhere. Who's your friend? Come here, <laughs> oh, friend. Oh, my brother. Oh, your brother. Yes. Yeah. How, does, how is this relationship? Do I you like him? Um, no. <laughs> do you still live in Chicago? No, I do. Yeah. Where do you live in Chicago? I live in the uh, upper northwest side. But you're from the southwest side, correct? correct? Yes. I, I grew up near Midway as well. Oh, awesome. I'm yes. not Polish, though. Oh. See, well, then you didn't, uh, you know. See, but you know what? That's not totally your fault. It's no. not totally your fault. There is no. some responsibility that you have to have, though. Right. Yeah, you well, have <laughs> I should be thinner for my weight, considering I'm not Polish. Yeah. How is the southwest side? Southwest side or south side? Well, it it's south. It's southwest. southwest. I mean, it's we grew up in. Uh, we went to Five Holy Martyrs Parish. It was Brighton Park. Fenwick. Okay, uh, okay great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Corey McGetty. Yeah. That, oh, he. I fucking hate Corey McGetty. He always got to cut in line, and he got free pizza puffs. Well, he's well, six foot six or six foot seven, and the most talented basketball player on the planet at the time. So what? And then yeah. he ended up dating Brandy, I think. And uh, I think he, he got drafted by the Magic after one year at Duke. He was he a very talented man. Boy, that, that guy was talented. Oh, he got we, a free pizza post. That's not fair. Tapas. Tapas. We like tiny things. Uh, we eat a lot of Polish food growing up. A lot of Polish food growing yeah. up. On the south side, we go to Dumpad Halan. Uh, where else would we go? Um, Did you ever? What are your thoughts on Red Apple? It's pretty much the only... Czerwone Jabuszko. yeah. All right. Yeah, we never we're really fa- went there. It no, was more we, so. Uh, we go like uh, we go to Old Warsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Which Old Warsaw? The one in the west? Uh, there's the Broadview. No, there's oh, another okay. one. North there's a lot of Old Warsaws, New Warsaws, Modern Warsaws. Have you been to Warsaw? No, we have yes, actually been to the yeah. city. Our uncle lives yeah. there right now. So how is Warsaw compared to Chicago? I'm guessing similar. A little darker. If <laughs> you go, darker. Yeah. If you go into an Not alley. In terms of skin yeah. color, though. No, 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 no. It's definitely very much lighter in skin color, but in terms of like content of material. If you go into an alley in Warsaw. You might come out, but by the time you come out, you would would have had a very existential, you know, conversation about uh, communism and human existence. That sounds awful. <laughs> and like this entire music festival. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, uh, time for plugs. Yeah, yeah, you need them. Yeah, Chicago. Danny's brother. What do you got to plug? Uh, nothing. Yeah, fantastic. And Danny Danny's other friend. Tom. It's my cousin. Tom, your cousin. cousin. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for doing this. Have a fantastic evening. It's great. All right, I'm back at Pitchfork. It's still Brandon Weatherbean. <laughs> Who am I speaking with? Annie Higgins. And Annie, you were in a band. Singing in the Abbey. We were just talking about your band, and I decided we this should be recorded. Uh, you're in a Chicago band, four years running. Yes. You were on the cover of the Sun-Times art section, and what came of that? Absolutely nothing. Why do you think that is? Uh, I'm still searching for the answer for that myself. I have no freaking idea. How would you describe the music of Singing in the Abbey? 
Um, it's intellectual, I think, and that might be the problem. What does that mean? Because, like, animal or Pitchfork, it's Friday Night Animal Collective's playing now. Yeah. You can argue and say that they're intellectual. Okay, well, most of my songs are literature-based, so okay. that's right there going to alienate some people. If I'm writing about Dostoevsky or Brothers Karamazov. But you're still running pop music. Yeah, well, they're short songs. They're all, like, two and a half minutes long. Yeah, so it's not like you're doing these magnum opuses. You're not doing December-type material. No. It still is a pop But it's all acoustic, so therefore, like, for the person who has ADD, like, there's a very short fuse of attention that simulation can only take, like, you want more. So all of our stuff is acoustic. Um, you know, it's upright bass, cello, violin, piano and percussion and we don't have loops you know that's a, a huge drawback yeah. i think <laughs> so it's 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 a little old school in that sense it's a little more like 19th century and okay that, that makes sense that it's that difficult to some people into. yeah where do you like to play where does singing in the abbey like to play we like to play at the hungry brain no 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 don't pander be honest <laughs> too. yeah because you make so much money when you play there on a monday night if we were in in for the money for this like i would have stopped all right all right all right but like ago. come on real so the hideout is our the hideout because of the piano there is fucking amazing um you know, otherwise, like, art galleries. There's this place in Logan Square called The Comfort Station. The we're Comfort doing, Station. Yes. We're doing a show there. It's an art gallery. Is it a DIY space? Is it a legal space? It's legal, yeah. I mean, I don't know the history of it. It's been predominantly an art gallery space, and they're bringing in music. This They're doing, like, a Thursday series. We play small places like Transistor. Um, Transistor, the record store yeah. in Lincoln, not Lincoln it's Square, Andersonville. On the north side, yeah, in Andersonville and Clark. Um, we. I, so you like intimate venues? Not necessarily. You, you cringe. You cringe. I, I. You know what? Any place that has a fucking piano is where I want to play. So Comfort Station has. Because you play piano. I do. Yes. And why not? Why don't you like playing your keyboard? Or why do you prefer piano? It's dead. I feel like the keyboard is dead. It's, so you want to be all acoustic? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's. It. So you can feel your instrument and like feel it respond to you like i don't understand right. how to do that otherwise why are you here we both have vip passes, but you don't feel very special when about 500 <laughs> others have them but why why are you here For the free beer is it really that <laughs> that's no that's completely you know fair what? i've never been to pitchfork you've never been how was your experience are you going any other days I might go tomorrow. We'll see. Um, there's nothing that I'm very cynical. I hate most indie rock bands. Well, you seem I've seen you probably three or four times today, I'm and you've not, always been enjoying yourself. I'm not stupid, though. I need to know like what's going on. So uh, it doesn't. It means it's so an education. Is, okay. Who have you seen that you've been educated about today? Das racist. Did you like them? I did. I liked them too, A but lot. I was in the back. Were you in the VIP section? No, I was in the back by, um, like, right where the soundboard was. And by that point, it was kind of swirling. You should have been in the VIP section on the side because I got a close view of all of the profiles of the three madmen on stage. One of the things I like about Pitchfork is the VIP section is probably the worst place to see the actual performance. And the sound is awful. It's kind of forcing you to be with the common folk. And I like that. I think that's how it should be. So... I tried to watch uh, Currency up there, and it sounded like shit. Oh. And that was kind of the point. Like, you should go and not be a dick and see the rest of the music. Right, yeah. But no, I, I, I did see that, and it was still awful. So who's been your favorite? Nico Case, hands down, Nico Case. Oh. And uh, Battles. I, I have a renewed appreciation I for Battles. Too. Yeah, I like that they don't have a lead vocalist. Mm -hmm. That excites me a little bit. Why, why does that excite you? Because it's 
on the cuff, I feel like. I feel like... I would say that the exact opposite of off the cuff. <laughs> Everything in their set was extremely planned out. These are expert musicians at their craft. Uh, okay, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like, they can't... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. They, they can't do anything, I guess, um, spur the moment because they have to rely on the recording of the vocalist. Why aren't you watching Animal Collective? I'm not either. I, I checked it out. I got my... Uh... That feels like a secret crowd that, like... Do you think so? Yeah, I do. You have to... You, I feel like you have to have a history with that band to appreciate what they're doing now because it's always something new and it's great that they're doing that. But if you don't know that history, you're fucked. Okay, so it's like a just one giant it's like insider a relationship with someone. Okay. And if you don't have that, why pretend like you do and just sit there and pretend like you enjoy it? You well, know what I mean? I, I don't have a relationship with Battles, and I really enjoyed it. I, I don't have a relationship with Guided by Voices. Not, none of those bands are doing anything new and like crazy. You but know? is this new? Honestly, is this new? For them, it is. And I, and Jason was saying, too, and I agree with this, you can't pinpoint their Jason influences. Jason Toth, friend of the show, Daniel Knox's drummer. You can't pinpoint Animal Collective's influences, okay? So there's nothing that stands out about them. Whereas, like, Battles and Guided by Voices, you can say, like, it sounds like this, this, this. Animal Collective, I don't think you can you can say that because they're always he's always changing. It feels uh, like. No, it's the talking hands with more neon and more spastic instruments. He had some more Brian Eno in there. There's a little bit more electronica going on there. Yeah, that's your Brian Eno. Okay. Yeah, all right. that's all it is. It's not a bad thing. They're very good at what Talking they do. Talking heads, though, is such a broad term. Because he wears big shoots with defined. big shoulders. Yeah. Sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> um, it, so anyway. Do you want to play this festival? Would you like Singing in the Abbey to play at festival? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> we're so far away from that. The idea of that just makes me chuckle. Why? Like, there are bands here tomorrow early in the day that have been I'm together not, one or two I'm years. I'm saying that we're not good enough to do it. I just think that we don't have the level of business expertise and exploiting that's ourselves. Yes. Do you think these people are exploiting themselves? Do you think that they haven't had to do that in order to get here? No. I think Nico Case has never exploited herself. I don't think Guided by Voices have ever you exploited themselves. You don't think themselves. she's ever had to like, lay everything on the line in order to get... Yeah, but that's not exploiting herself. To, I think there's a fine line there and there's been moments where... I'm not saying she, okay? I'm okay. saying... She's one who has a little bit more respect. She's been around for so long. What about battles? How are battles exploiting themselves? Keith I'm Morris's cynical. band off. Punk band. How is Keith Morris exploiting I'm cynical. Himself? I've noticed. <laughs> so most everyone who's here right now, there's going to be a negative spin that I'm going to give you on them. Just That's because, fine. You know, I'm a little bitter about our own... Why are you bitter? Is it because you're from Chicago? It's because. Are Chicago you from Chicago? Suck. I am. Are you from? Where are from you from? Oak Park. Are you really? Did you go to OPRF? I did. I went to Fenwick. Whoa! I know. My friends, my girlfriends from Ascension. Ooh, Lagrange, right? No, Oak Park. Oh yeah, that's the great school. I apologize. I'm thinking of Nazareth. Yeah, Nazareth Academy. They went to Fenwick when I went co-ed for the first yeah, year. They all did. those girls, all the scandalous girls, those who are, are now mothers of fine five women. children. Do you have five children? I have zero children. Would you bring a child to the festival? I don't think I've seen this many children at Pitchfork thus far. I would. Why? Um, because if I had one, I would want it to be with me. And if I was here, I would bring it with me. Is it responsible? <laughs> I'm completely serious. Why isn't it? Eardrums? Earplugs? Eh, no. <laughs> then why... If, if the, you know what? If you're going to hear it, you got to experience it with they some virgin ears. Yeah, but they can't really... They just see color. I mean, what's the point? 
It's a learning experience. What are they learning? They're learning what to not How to wear face paint at 28? What's the, what are they learning? They're learning what to not become. Okay, that's it. Are you glad you came? Yes. Would you be glad you came if there wasn't free beer? No. I think it's a great place to end. Are you, gonna, are you excited to see anyone tomorrow or Sunday? Um, I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you on this, and I'm going to say the Fleet Foxes. Okay. All right. I like male harmonies. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Vocal harmonies with guys singing does something to me. I like it. What does it do to you? <laughs> I don't know. There's something interesting about it. It's Well, we have different opinions. It's soft. It's very soft. You like soft men. <laughs> soft, bearded men not, that don't wear deodorant. too soft. Would you date a man that doesn't wear deodorant? Yes. What's your problem? Don't you have respect I don't know for yourself? I've dated a man who wears deodorant. You haven't dated a man, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I haven't dated a woman, is what you're oh, saying. Oh, ew, no. Everyone should wear deodorant. What's wrong? We're I first know. world. Every first world person should wear deodorant. I hate deodorant. It causes you cancer. hate deodorant? So does smoking, lady who is just smoking a cigarette. So? Well, deodorant makes me smell cool, and smoking makes me look cool. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for listening to you, you, me, them, everybody. Did you also know that? In addition to you, me, them, everybody, we also produce you, me, them, everybody presents every Monday and Tuesday nights at the Hungry Brain, two three one nine West Belmont, twenty one and full lineup at you, me, them, everybody dot com.